Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, he said in the, in the beginning, what happened? God created. What's the order? It's not the earth and the heavens. Okay, it's the heavens and the earth. And then in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1, he said, God created, he stretched out the heavens and laid the foundation of the earth. And then the third thing he did, and he formed the spirit in man. So the spirit in man is the most essential and most important of all the creative work of God. So he created them in order. He created the heavens for the earth and the earth and the heavens for man so his spirit can be the center of everything. That's why God is a spirit. Without being in the spirit, you can't relate to God. <clears throat> so in John chapter 4, verse 24, it says, God, I'll keep quoting the scripture till he becomes part of you. He said, God is a spirit, and all those who worship him must worship. God is a spirit. Let's all say God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Say it again. For last time, please. So it's beyond human senses and human discovery. Human senses, natural senses can pick up God. So now, for God to help us to know he exists without the gospel, what he did was to create. When he created us, he created us in such a way that you have an ability to know that God is there, even if your spirit is dead. Two things God created in man to help man know God is there is one is called conscience. You know, you don't have to teach a child about something they just know this is wrong. Who has been teaching them? Have you, have you seen any community or society or culture where adultery is okay? where somebody's wife or somebody's husband, you can just be with them and it's accepted in the society. I mean, even if they are godless, that one cannot, it's just human. How about theft, stealing? There's no society that says it's okay to, every society, when they catch a thief, they do something to the thief. (laughs) Yeah. Every thief is punished. It's planted inside you. No society tells you to attack your parents. No society tells you to convert other people's things and take it. No society is okay with murder. So whether you are godly or godless, so that conscience inside you. Bible says in Romans chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, it says that if the Gentiles, those who don't know God, Gentiles, okay, if the gen, when the Gentiles who do not have the law, say the law, by nature, say by nature, if by nature they do the things in the law. Oh, okay. So Gentiles can by nature do what actually God has written as a law. Some people don't know it, but they will do it by nature. If by nature they do the things written in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves. Look at the next verse. Who show the works of the law written in their hearts? Their conscience also bearing them with it. So the works of the law, when you are born, is inside you. The law. 
the law of God. That's the Ten Commandments. The moral law is inside you. Well, in the church, the church is about the Holy Spirit. Most people do tell you the Holy Spirit is a force. No, it's a person. And everybody who wants to do something meaningful for God must crave the Holy Spirit and pay the price for the Holy Spirit. Crave the Holy Spirit. When you read Acts chapter 1, verse 16, they said, Bible says that they started by preaching, saying that the Holy Spirit spoke by the mouth of David. So the Holy Spirit was the one doing the speaking. But it came to the mouth of David about Judas long time ago. Acts chapter 1, the Holy Spirit spoke. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. He said, when he ascended, God has exalted this Jesus, seated him at the right hand of God, and, he has re- and having received the, uh, from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he, has, uh, he poured out this which you see. So when the Holy Spirit was poured on them, you see something and you hear. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, he produces some results in your life. I'm not talking about money. No, no, no. Don't say, oh, Holy Spirit, come upon me so I can get money. He doesn't spend time on that rubbish. No, he does not that. He comes on you to achieve God's purpose. So like the way I'm preaching, if I'm able to touch your heart and impact you, it's not me because I don't have what it takes to do that. It's the Holy Spirit upon me that will produce that result. So sometimes you see a pastor, you say, wow, this guy is powerful. No, 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 no pastor is powerful. No pastor is good enough. It's the Holy Spirit who does the job. So if you don't take it, Bible says that, and he poured the Holy Spirit on them. So you think the Holy Spirit is like an object who is poured. But when you study the book of Acts very carefully, there are instances where you see that the Holy Spirit is presented as someone who is in charge. Acts chapter 5, verse 3. He said, you lie to the Holy Spirit. It's not a force. You can't lie to a force. He said, ha, how did how Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Look at verse 9. Acts 5, 9. Oh, and Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of God? They are testing the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is a person. In Acts chapter 5, verse 32, it talks about we are witnesses together with the Holy Spirit who God has given. He's testifying with us. So we are, we are his witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy, the Holy Spirit is also coming to witness with us. So when we are preaching the gospel to people, he's also preaching. By, you won't see him. The Holy Spirit never gets seen, the incognito. He never gets seen. Don't pray, Holy Spirit, I want to see you because he can't be seen. He can't be seen. If you pray, Holy Spirit, come upon me. How do you know he has come upon you? Not the shaking and falling. Those ones are good to a certain extent, but not comprehensively. They are good to a certain extent. What shows that he has come on you is you begin to produce Holy Spirit results. Because he's a person. So when he comes on you, he influences your hands, your legs, your thinking. Not all at once. Different aspects of you to achieve what only God wants done. And then he, that's when you begin to get rewards from God, the Holy Spirit. In, in fact, yeah, let's, let's stay. Acts chapter 10 is a very interesting one. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, when um, Peter was in his own household, and then the Holy Spirit, verse 19, the Holy Spirit said to him, go down, some men are waiting for you. The Holy Spirit sent him down. 
In Acts chapter 8, uh, verse 29 and 39. Verse 29, Stephen, there was revival. The Holy Ghost took him, told him. And the Spirit said to Philip, I said, Stephen, Philip, go near there, go. The Spirit was talking to him. Look at verse, verse 39, verse 39. Now, when they had come out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. He, they, he, he, he was very active working. Actively working. All things that were happening in the Bible is the Spirit that was making it happen. Actively working. He told Peter, go down. In Acts chapter 11, verse 12, Peter was telling them, he said, the Spirit told me, go with them. <laughs> May you hear when the Spirit speaks to you. The Spirit told me, go with them. Acts chapter 13, verse 2, he said, whilst they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, hallelujah. You see, he's working amongst us. He said, the Holy Spirit said, Separate unto me. He didn't. He said, the, the, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me, to me, 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 Holy Spirit. I need these people to separate it unto me. He's a person. Come separate them unto me. Acts chapter 13. He said, separate them unto me. Acts chapter 15, verse 28. Were, he said, why do we put burden on people? Which the Holy Spirit says that it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. That we shouldn't put body on it. The Holy Spirit feels that it's like we are working with Him, yeah. even though you don't see Him. Sometimes people don't acknowledge Him, but He's their worker. He's the one who causes God's work to be done. I see you receiving the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter sixteen, verse six, verse six and seven. I like that one. Ooh, can you imagine? Let's already have from the screen together. Let's go. Of Galatia. They were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach. Can you imagine? They, only, they are going to preach. So this is, this is Asia. I am in the regions of Ephesus. That's Asia. So we are going to preach. And the Holy Spirit said, hey, don't go. It's just the Holy Spirit says, it's not my time. I, I'm going to save them because the letter Jesus wrote, he said, to the churches in Asia. And in Acts chapter 19, verse 11, the Bible said, all Asia heard the word. So it's not like the Asia, in Acts chapter 9, verse 7, the work of God, uh, oh no, verse, verse, verse 10, verse 10, verse 10, quickly. This continued three years, uh, that they, uh, they, all, they all who dwell in Asia heard the word. So the word of God, there was powerful revival there in Asia. But before then, they were going there, they wanted to preach the word, try and go to Asia. The Holy Spirit said, no, you can't go. Forbid them. So he said, okay, then if I can't go to Asia, let's try this one. Look at the verse 7. And they, let's read it together. Messia. They tried to Bethania by the Spirit. So Asia, no. Bethania, no. The Holy Spirit must be a person in charge and working with them. For, are there places the Holy Spirit has, has been trying to forbid you from going? And you have gone to sit there having food. You have actually built a tent there. And then later you are calling on God. Oh God. There are places, there are places the Holy Spirit will certainly, can you imagine, even if he's able to forbid you from going to preach, how about going to fornicate? Ah, he will do it too much. <laughs> ah, he forbids some people from going to preach. How about going to kiss? He will forbid you. It's fine, is it? Forbid them from going. No, he must be a person to be doing this. He was actively involved. I want you to have a desire that, Holy Spirit, I can have a closer relationship with you. Don't be saying, I want to see you. 
if the Holy Spirit is on your life, certain results begin to happen. In Acts, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing? How come the Holy Spirit is on you and we can't see the effect? God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Who went about? The result effect. He went about doing good. Bible talks about in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. It says, the stem of David. It says that there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of the shoot. Look at this. If the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, then he begins to say. When the Spirit of God rests upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge. This is the manifestations these are the manifestations they called Daniel and they said to Daniel I've heard about you that the spirit of the gods in, in, in Daniel chapter 5 verse chapter 5 verse 11 and verse 14 verse, verse 14 give us verse, verse 14 he said I've heard of you that the spirit of God is in you and light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found why because the spirit that is in you has deposited something we, when we are looking for light understand when we come to you we find the thing is inside you so they don't they don't come and see experience feelings but they, they come to you they find some results that are colorful beautiful the holy spirit some of you in your schools in your family when the, the holy spirit must be so strong on you in acts chapter 6 verse 10 and 11 bible says that they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit stephen was speaking with they couldn't resist and they were not able to resist the wisdom and what the, the holy spirit was working through as he was speaking the holy spirit was behind how because this Stephen man was full of the holy spirit full bible talks about how um, um barnabas barnabas went to uh, 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 where the holy spirit uh, antioch in Acts chapter 11, verse 24, the same Barnabas, Barnabas was a man full of the Holy Spirit. And so he helped the church, and he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And, and what a great many people were added to the because the guy came. Because the man was so full of the Holy Spirit, he didn't have to be the one in charge. When he comes, it will begin to produce godly results. Can you imagine this church? When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, full of, not full of yourself, not full of your importance and your job, but full of the Holy Spirit. You are full of the Holy Spirit. I'm full of the Holy Spirit. He's full of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine our impact? Yeah. We have church. That even the pastor is not full. And the members, they don't even have anything at all. Mm. And they are having church, having events and entertainment. So our impact on the society is zero. Zero. How come you go to church and all they know is you carry Bible, you go to church. You are not impacting people around you. They must know that there's something different about you. Not only your, your testimony about good job you have got, but there's something about you. The deposit of God is inside you. It's inside you. Bible says in Job chapter 32 verse 8, there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty give him understanding. You operate at a different level. Amen. You don't fail exam by heart when you are full of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 30 verse 9, Paul, full of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 4 verse 8, Peter, full of the Holy Spirit. You gotta be full of the Holy Spirit. Desire desire that that should be your biggest desire instead of looking for a job house money all those things will come 
they will come and some of them you can turn them down like Peter said may your money perish with you but when you are full of the Holy Spirit there's nothing you need in life that you lack Amen did you receive something? We thank God for using the servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.